What's up, y'all? So today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Now, Omeo is a travel booking platform, and you know your girl, Rosie, loves to travel. And they help people plan their trip in Europe and North America and make it easy on them. So basically, all you have to do is go on omeo.com, enter your travel details, and they will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your trip. It has never been simpler, okay? And we love simple. Best of all, Omeo saves you time and money, and that's a win-win in my book. So Omeo's trying to help y'all get outside for the summer, and they're offering a 5% discount off your next booking. Just head to Omeo, O-M-A-Z-A-M-A-R-I-O.com, and make sure y'all use the code LISTENER5 at checkout. So that code is valid until June 30th for new users, and that's for all different types of transportation. It's just the pick-me-up that 2021 needs because we had a rough year last year. Okay, so just remember, y'all go to omeo.com, plan your next trip, plan, book, and love your journey. And of course, terms and conditions apply. That's with everything, okay? (laughs) But yes, head over to omeo.com, plan your next trip, y'all. All right, let's get into this new episode. Y'all are now tuning into your new favorite podcast, The Rosie Perspective. I'm your host, Rosie. I want y'all to get ready for some laughter, good times, great conversation, new perspective. Of course, we got to throw in some explicit content. Overall, dope vibes. Now let's get into it. Okay. Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I have a super special guest. I have Treasure on with me from Treasure Gems. Say hello, Treasure. (laughs) Hello, everyone. All right. So Treasure, um, I mean, as we all know, Treasure is uh, Black China's ex-best friend, but I wanted to focus this episode more on Treasure herself because she got a lot going on since the show or before the show, I should say, because I know you said you started a couple years ago, but everybody thinks it's new. But I wanted to dive in uh, before we get started. And if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about Treasure herself that we may not know a little information. Um, Of course. Well, um, uh, a lot of people do not know that uh, I am a serial entrepreneur. I have several different businesses and LLCs. I have sole proprietorships. Uh, my Treasure Gems business is my third business that I actually created, but it's my first one that um, I reached the level of success that I was seeking. I haven't got there fully yet, but continuously pushing it, I was able to um, get to certain levels that I didn't achieve with my first businesses. Um, I also um, am a yoga instructor. I am a certified life coach. I am a mother of three beautiful children. I am, uh, I've been in a relationship with my awesome spouse and life partner for the last seven years. So that is my backbone, my biggest support in all of my business ventures and everything that I do. So um, I just feel as though I am the person to go to with anything that you have going on with your yoni. I call myself the yoniologist and I call myself the yoniologist because um, everything yoni is, is, is where I want to be. I, uh, literally soak myself in information. I am consistently uh, gravitating towards new products that promote uh, feminine wellness. I am really, really, really into creating a holistic approach to actually feminine wellness. And I wanna do more organic products. I want women to stop using so many of the pills and the things that are on the shelves and actually use things that we actually come from the earth, the things that our ancestors was using and of that sort. So um, I'm also an author. A lot of people do not know that I'm an author. I'm a self-published author. My anniversary of my book will actually be coming up uh, the 24th of this month so um, we're we're right around the corner with that so I'm really excited about all of the different things that I have going on uh I have been steaming women's yonis their vaginas (laughs) uh for some time now that's also another part of my business so the the first part of my business that um I actually really got infatuated with is yoni eggs so Okay, Uh, yes. Can you tell us about yoni eggs? They look pretty, but I don't really know what yoni eggs do. I have one right here that I can show you. Uh, You know what? I think 
put it over here. Let me grab one for you. Okay, I'm back. All so, right. a yoni egg is a stone or it's a crystal and it's shaped and polished into the shape of an egg. So okay. we have different types of yoni eggs. We have amethyst, rose quartz, nephrite, black obsidian, and red jasper. Those are the stones that I personally fell in love with that I started to educate myself on because of the actual uh, natural healing uh, properties that they actually have. Each one has different properties that heal from past life traumas, that heal from rape, abortion, miscarriage, um, just so many different ailments that they actually do improve feminine wellness organically without having to go through IVF or anything like that. Nephrite yoni eggs can help you with uh, infertility issues. So and I've had several people who have actually come to me with so many different um, problems that they have been seeking doctor's help for that they cannot seem to remedy. And then they have started using my products and they have been pregnant. They have given That's birth. Awesome. They like, it's, it's actually really, um, it's all about, it's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. A whole lot of people, they think that they can just go and do one thing or do that. Um, and that's pretty much, that's, that's just medicine. That's, that's, that's how you make your life medical. When you have an ailment or you have something wrong with you and then you go and you fix that thing. Like um, if women get BV, they'll go get BV. Well, they won't go get BV. If they contract BV, they will go to their doctor and they will get a pill or a series of medications that they have to take over a period of time. However, yeah. if you use the yoni steam, the herbs that is in there will naturally cleanse out of your, uh, cleanse your um, uterus and will automatically keep you fresh, rejuvenated, and also keep your pH balanced. So if you suffer from these type of, um, of issues, natural organic remedies can help prevent and uh, treat these, uh, these different um, infections and diseases. They, if you get too far, like if it's just really, really bad, yes, you may do need to get medication for it. But to, for preventative care, for actual treatment and everything, BV, for yeast infections, these are natural. Hold on a second, Treasure, can you hear me? Yes. Your wife, can you see me clearly the video? Because your Wi-Fi is going yes. in and out. I can see you clearly. Because I can see you, but it's like moving like in slow motion. I can still hear you though, so I can still use that part of the audio, which is good, but okay. Oh. I look clear on my screen. Now I you're fine. For a while, it was like the audio was going, but the video wasn't. But okay, that's fine. Most of it's going to be audio anyways. I'll use some of the clips on Instagram. So that audio was fine. But I guess if you can pick up, um, do you remember where you left off? Um, I'm talking, I'm, uh, no, I actually don't. <laughs> okay, well, we're still, sure. oh, yes. Um, you were talking about the the package you put up with the steaming stuff. So yeah, if you can start with that. I was talking that. about the benefits of, uh, of Yoni steaming. Yes. Okay. If you could go with that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So with Yoni steaming, the benefits of Yoni steaming, uh, are are extensive not only do they prepare your birth uh, your body for birth they actually soften your cervix so that it's easier for you to actually get impregnated so whenever i have someone who is trying to uh, seek different alternatives for fertility treatments i recommend the nephrite yoni egg and i recommend the organic yoni healing same tea the combination of the two definitely it, uh, it does something to your body you want to this is this is a lifestyle it's not just something that you go and do um, because it's not a medication this is something that's preventative it's, it's a treatment it is something that you do on a regular basis so that you don't have these issues you want to maintain your ph you don't want to have to fix it when it gets off no you're right so i have a question about um the steaming now i know they sell the it looked like a little steaming toilet i know that a lot of people use that but other than that, is that the only way you can use that? Not at all. Not at all. I personally sell an electric steaming uh, seat, which is, I call it the deluxe Yoni steaming throne. And I call it the, the deluxe uh, steaming throne because it not only has a uh, applicator for you to sit on and steam your vagina, it also has one for you to sit and steam your face. So being as though I promote um, skincare as well because Treasure Gems is a holistic healing website, but it promotes um, organic uh, skin and feminine care. So with skincare, you know, I also have my face wash. So I wanted to make sure that I had a product that would not only uh, work with your down, but also work with your face because yeah. your, 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 your skin 
it's your first thing that you see, your crown. You want to make sure everything is together. And me personally, I believe that uh, girls with bad attitudes and they have having a bad day, their pussy stinks. I feel like they have they have some type of odor that is going on. They have an infection. They have an extra cream. <laughs> discharge something is going on with them which messes with their facial expressions with which which causes pimples which you know which just it's, it's a whole thing that's why first of all i will say your skin is like amazing like i i join your lives often i see you on other people's platform and your face be glowing okay girl so God is glow. That's God is glow. Ultra calming, a foaming face wash. This is what I use every day. I do not put makeup on my face. Well, I do wear makeup, but on a daily basis, I do not have on makeup. And my pussy is fresh because I use my Yoni statement products and I use my Yoni eggs. So it's a it's an incorporated thing. I say, listen, when you when you when your skin looks good, your hair fit, your hair looks good, your pussy is fresh. It's how could your energy be off? You right. like how could how could your energy be off? And I could, you know, set some examples for people who, you know, uh, obviously have bad pussy energy because it shows on their face. <laughs> so I be trying to tell people get with the bomb pussy gang and get with good pussy energy because that's what I promote. I'm, I'm, I'm promoting sexual empowerment. I want my women to know that we're not just supposed to be laying in the bed uh you know our pin cushions for our men sexual right. sexual exchange is is an energy exchange that it's supposed to be loving it's supposed to be welcoming it's supposed to make you feel good too it's been too many times and me in my young age still i can state how many times where i didn't climax where i just laid right there and was like are you serious are you done you no. know you're you're really done and i'm not the only one yeah. So that's that's how I actually incorporated um, the pussy grenade, which is the the yoni egg that I designed myself. And okay. I call it the pussy grenade because the actual lining on it is actually just like a grenade. So um, it, I just thought that that was a clever name to add it. And you just insert it just like how you would a regular yoni egg. But with the added lines, it adds to your 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 vaginal class grips onto it, and it adds to the sensitivity because your muscles are gripping into the lines. Okay. So versus the smooth uh, gripping that it would do with a regular yoni egg, which they both uh, provide the same healing abilities, and they both strengthen your pelvic floor. It's just one just adds a little bit more sensitivity, and the other one continues the sensitivity. It does everything that this one does. This one just is the one that you pop in right before intercourse. Okay, and so during intercourse as well. Okay, so how long are women typically supposed to leave them in? Typically for beginners, I suggest using them for four to six hours a day. And when you are using them, you continue to do your Kegel exercises. Women need to know that you can't just put it in and it's not an electric device where it's gonna start doing it itself. However, after two weeks consistently using, you can't use it one day and then say, oh, I'm gonna use it again next week and then think that your muscle memory will be the same. This is for consistent use for after two let's say 10 10 days seven to ten days consistent use four to six hours a day your muscle memory muscle memory is very real your muscles in your vagina will continuously contract and they will start to mimic the muscles of your kegel exercises when you insert your yoni egg on a daily basis so now once your body is actually getting used to your yoni eggs you'll be able to sleep with them in if you sleep with it in your muscle memory will know what it is it will know to grip it and it will know to continue to do that so however you um want to use your yoni egg is is perfectly normal you can use it like how we're sitting down right now having mm -hmm. a conversation you can use it while cooking while exercising while at work shopping it is can, it can be done during any regular daily activity Okay. All right. And then you also mentioned um, you, it could be used during sex. Now, I recently purchased, um, what are they called? Benoit balls. I guess that's similar oh, yeah. to Tony X, but they're not. So, okay. I'll, how can you use them with a partner? Because I'm still confused about that part. And I know you said that you can also use the Yoni eggs with a partner. So in what way, I guess, for the listeners like my ass that don't know? Okay, well, me personally, I believe the Benoit balls are a little bit bigger than the Yoni eggs. Mm -hmm. So um, I would, I would, 
you would definitely, I would have to do a little bit of research on the actual Benoit balls because when I did the research on them, uh, everything was pretty much pointing to metal and rubber. And I was just like, um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really think that, you know, the metal and the rubber are a good combination to actually be going inside of your vagina, especially like if you're someone who um, is in a, a monogamous relationship or someone who could possibly be allergic to rubber. These, you know, cause extremely bad odors <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the vagina, which no one wants to have to deal with especially during intimacy so um what about the glass ones because the one that i got were glass which i feel like oh. is yoni eggs kind of glass like material it looks like it's, it i don't have one it's not it's not glass it's actual crystal like um oh, you know okay. like it's it's the actual stone like how you can go and you 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 dig them up like an archaeologist yeah so it's raw forms of the actual crystal and they just shape them down so with the with the um benoit balls i believe they're just you know it would be solid glass they will shape them the same way as well but the shape of them is is just round yeah it's like a it's like a donut hole it, mm -hmm. it's not the it doesn't mimic our actual wound shape the okay. egg shape actually mimics the shape of the wound so you know like when you go well, you don't know because you haven't been inside of there, but it's more so it's like a like a balloon, like how when you blow up a balloon, yeah. how it goes up and then it's like this. We've seen pictures of it, so we know how our uterus is shaped. But for a Benoit ball, it would just you would need a straighter canal and it just would kind of just go straight up. There is no there is no contouring in there. Okay. It's, it would be very uncomfortable to a woman who has a smaller vaginal shaft or okay. a shorter vaginal shaft because she doesn't have the capacity to hold it. Okay, understandable. So with yoni eggs, they come in different sizes, large, medium, and small. So they can uh, fit and the shape of them easily slides into a woman. And the strings that are attached to them makes them easily to remove and insert just like a sample. Okay, yeah. So I definitely see that you ain't playing with them yoni eggs. You got all the- I don't be playing, yeah. people. I will, I will talk for hours on them. And I be telling people, <laughs> I got so tired of talking that I wrote my own book. So, okay, yes. And, and I, what's the and title I, of the book? Uh, you said what? What's the title of your book? The title of the book is Healing Your Yoni with Treasure Gems. Okay, so, and where can they find the book? You can find the book uh, if you want it right now. You can order it on Amazon and get free delivery, or you can order it from me. I do have copies here, and all of the copies that I send out from my home, I sign them to the person who they um, are addressed to, and I write a little uh, empowering message into each one of them. So I personally would love for you to purchase the book from me so I can sign it, and you'll have that uh, for a keepsake. But if not, you can definitely shop on Amazon. I uh, Most people out of the country have purchased the book on Amazon, so I'm really excited about that. It's available in uh, UK and US, I mean, everywhere. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So I also wanted to go into yoga. You also teach yoga. Um, I know you have something coming up in Miami. I've seen you post it recently. So if you can yes. tell us what type of yoga you teach. First of all, I'll be watching your videos like you got upper body strength for show because I tried yoga one time and after three minutes, a bitch walked out. I was like, nobody <laughs> can't hold my weight and I know it's mine but I was like I can't do this so what kind of yoga do you teach okay well I do teach beginner friendly yoga um I have a uh, a concept that I kind of created myself not kind of I definitely created myself which is erotic yoni yoga and with the erotic yoni yoga it's more freelance uh because it's more open for women to be more um sensual within themselves so you are able to dance and dance your way into the yoga positions, which makes it a, a more of a smoother transition for a whole lot of people. And a whole lot of people, even if you can't dance, you think you can dance. So you're more, so you're more comfortable with the concept of, oh, we're gonna dance. So just for, for people like you, that's how I actually Girl. introduce that because it's, it's, it's way easier to introduce someone into dance. And then before they know it, they're, they're literally sliding into a downward dog, sliding. Okay goddess pose slide into uh in, in, into any position like but it's specific positions that i do cater to for pelvic floor strengthening so okay. a lot of a lot of the um exercises that i do do we have our yoni egg in so um 
like a masala position, it's kind of hard to hold it in because your legs are open and you're kind of down like in a frog-like pose. So uh, these things now become mind over matter. You have, to, you have to train your mind to hold your yoni egg in to make sure that you can grip it with your vaginal muscles and you don't release it onto the floor, which would be very embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. So, I mean, right now we're like getting through COVID in a sense. So I know um, most people are transitioning from their um, virtual to actually doing real life events. Are you still doing both or right now you're going to start just doing real life uh, yoga sessions? Um, I miss being in class so, so much because I actually started my, I actually started the uh, Yoni yoga classes in 2018. Um, but in 2018, I didn't really do too many of them uh, because I was just moving to LA. So I was still kind of filling out my tribe, figuring out where I actually fit in. And I kind of leaned more towards creating women's empowerment events. Okay. So that I kind of transitioned from doing yoga initially to doing women's empowerment events. And then I consistently did those um, uh, all, all throughout uh, 2018 and 2019. And then I kind of picked back up on my yoga sessions early uh, last year where okay. I actually had a studio. I mean, I've always been content, consistently doing yoga myself yeah, and I, I do yoga one-on-ones and, and different things of that. But as far as actually having a structured class, I just started that back up in January of last year and I had consistent classes January, February and March until the pandemic has started. And then um, I took a, a slight break, um, but I think we I did a couple of classes like traveling uh, to different states. Um, I know I did one in DC um, in my hometown of DC in June of last year, which sold out it was an ex extremely nice event. Um, and I just continue just to keep on doing them uh, as I can. And the one that's in Miami will be on the beach. It's actually already halfway sold out. So I believe I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. So many people are actually taking to the form of yoga that I'm doing. And I'm surprised that I haven't gotten as much criticism as I thought I was going to get from it, from the actual right. yogi. Um, because some people, they just, they don't like different. And they don't like different, especially when they didn't come up with it. And I have noticed. You're right. Um, you are not lying, girl. You are yeah, not lying. And I and I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm, I'm a content creator. Like I've always been a content creator and I've been creating content, not just for myself, for my friends for years. Like I have, that's what I do. So when I do these things, people, you know, some, some other people might be interested in it and they might not like the fact that it's being done and they don't have a piece of it because I'm also starting to see a lot of tags with Yoni yoga with this person or Yoni yoga with that person when initially, and I, and I made sure that I, I got proof. Like when I create my hashtags, Girl. I put that hashtag and I will screenshot it. I'm the only hashtag on this bitch. So when all you other people, you know who started this trend and I'm like, listen, and now I'm seeing I'm starting the trend, but I don't mind being a trendsetter as long as credit is given when it's due. <laughs> so real quick, not to be off topic, but based on what you said, it's funny you said that because I was just talking about it today with somebody in regards mm. to, um, okay, you put your plan in motion, you about to create something, you do your research, make sure nobody's doing it like you about to do it. And then you put it out there and you notice people start doing the same thing, but they don't give credit. Okay. I mean, you can't help but feel some type of way. And I know you just said you don't mind as long as they give credit, but if they don't give credit, I mean, there's nothing you can technically do, but isn't it bothersome? Like, damn, it, like it definitely, it definitely does bother. Sometimes you just have to come up with, uh, with an adult approach about it. Um, I actually had someone who was um, using my uh, treasure gems uh, tag, and uh, it kind of frustrated me because I'm the only one on my tag. So when someone comes there and now they see your products and then you have the audacity to be selling the same products as me. I know. And then I go on your page, not only have you stole several posts that I have created myself, you never tagged me, but you're using my tag. So I messaged the lady and I said, hi, how you doing? My name is Treasure. Um, I know we don't follow each other, but I see that you're using a hashtag that I created. And that hashtag is exclusive to my brand and 
and my products. And I worked very hard to create this hashtag. And when I'm hitting it, I'm seeing your products. Do you mind removing my hashtag off of your post? And she said, I apologize, I'm sorry, you know, I will go ahead on and I will remove it. I actually had someone contact me and she said, that's my picture, you're posting my picture. And I said, oh, well, someone sent it to me because it was about Yoni eggs and they know yeah. that I do this. And I even asked her, I said, well, do you want me to tag it? She got completely irate. She was this, this, and this. She went on my page and she sent me the, the, the thing for every time I had posted her picture and she demanded that it be deleted. And I said, you know what? I said, I very, I very willingly would have tagged you in the photo had I would have known that you had created the photo. Yeah. Because if you check my page, I tag everybody. I don't have a problem with sharing where I get the source from, but I do not know you, never heard of you. But I thought that the problem was is that it was her hard work. My page had advanced past hers and she felt as though I had more likes on something that she created. And I understood that what I did I deleted every picture that was hers. I hear you. I would have did the same at that point. I would have like, okay. I mean, because I get it. We all. And then I blocked her ass though. I blocked her ass after that. Don't be coming on my page talking, talking smack. And I tried to be nice. I even asked. I was like, well, what's up, girl? Let's work together. Yeah. She was not having it, white girl. I was like, you know what? I said, you evil. I said, you, you big man. Which is funny because I mean we gonna keep it real. They definitely have a habit of stealing our shit, but you didn't steal it. You didn't know it was hers, and you were willing to give the credit. So people do get funny, but I mean I know people create all different types of things. But when you specifically do your research to make sure no one's doing it first, and you do it, and somebody just jumps on it, it's like okay, girl, you could have switched it up a little bit, add your own yeah. twist to it, like you know so. Um, all right, so you said you were from DC. That's what, that was another question I was going to ask. I, I yes, wasn't I am. Sure. Okay, so DC, I'm actually heading there for like the third time in a couple months, but um, I love DC. So you transitioned to LA. Was it for business purposes um, or you just wanted like a change of scenery? Um, initially, it was uh, for business purposes. Um, I've always wanted to move back to LA. My mom had moved us all here when we were all kids because my mom was in acting. She uh, was she did a few extra uh, roles, and she also was an entrepreneur. She had her own uh, um, LLC, which was Ebony um, Ebony Incorporated and Productions. So she, I'm just like my mom is what my is what my family tells me. So. Um, we, my mom moved us here. My mom passed when I was nine years old, but before she passed away, she moved us all here. So at the age of six, we moved here. Um, when I was six, I moved here with my mom and my siblings. Had my seventh and eighth birthdays here. And then by the time my mom had got too sick um, after my eighth birthday, we moved back to DC and my mom died uh, a month after my ninth birthday. Oh wow, so, I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, it's, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm definitely okay now, but uh, I always had um, ambitions of being an actress. Like that was always my thing. I would literally sing. Monica was all, has always been like my, I love Monica and Mariah Carey. Like those is like my two <laughs> favorite artists of all time. Like I saw Monica one time and I like, I went into like, it was like so, so crazy. Like nobody uh, wasn't even expecting that. But I used to sing all of her songs when I was a little girl and just be like, cause I just used to be like, I'm going to be famous. Cause Monica to me, I think the reason why I liked Monica so much was because she was a little girl too. Yeah, she definitely was. Yeah, she was a, she was a little girl too. And I was a little girl and I was like, she has such a big voice. She's so pretty. She's this, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I could do that too. So like Monica has always been like, she's like the, like, like the, the star sticker in my in my vision board for like from me being a child like and a whole wow. lot of people actually don't even know that monica probably know now because she's probably <laughs> going to hear this but um okay so but, can you actually sing i can i i think that i can sing <laughs> to myself okay. but this is this is what i do i am i'm good at spoken word like okay. i can i can say some things i'm very good at rhyming i'm a good poet i'm good at all of that but um, I'm a speaker. 
Like I like to talk. I'm okay. not, I'm not with the, with the, with the actual adding the sounds. I smoke too much weed. So I'm not trying. <laughs> hey, you I ain't trying to give up my smoking. Maybe that's just what it is. I ain't giving up my smoking just to say, nah, man. But, um, no, you like what you cool. like. Okay. So LA, we, okay. Now you in LA and that brings me to the next topic I wanted to talk about, which was the reality show that you've recently done. I don't know how long ago it was recorded. I know I'm late cause I'm catching it on WeTV, but, and that's the real black China show that you recorded. So I wanted to ask about reality TV. Was that the first show that you actually recorded? Not like you kind of been on a little bit, but like you actually were on almost every episode. Was that the first one you've done? No, it wasn't. Um, I was on Robin Chiney. That's what well. I was going to say. I know you won there, but were you on like different episodes on Robin China? Because this one, I don't know if you were on way more episodes for the real black China. I was only on um, one episode on Robin China because um, I wasn't casted. Like I was, okay. you know, it wasn't a situation where I was getting paid to be on there and I was making my own money in DC. So I didn't see the, I mean, and to be very, very, very honest, I wasn't asked like when I when I asked China about um actually coming out to be on the show she was like uh I mean I got this person that person she had created her own little team which not not around anymore either but she had you know found a found a few people you know what I'm saying who she could benefit off of for that um little bit of time and that's what she did I wasn't needed for that but when they came to DC for the episode they needed me for the DC episode mm-hmm. because I am DC, yeah. you know? So yeah. they needed me for that so they could know where to go to, what carry out to go to and different stuff like that. So I, you know, when I think back at it, okay, yes, I was used, you know what I'm saying? Even when we did the the bowling alley thing, you know, everybody when kept Tony saying When Tony came like, out and the new, uh, the new show, The Real Black China, is that what you're talking about? Um, no, even when we, when we did this, The Real Black China, this show was supposed to be on WeTV. We pitched the Real Black China to WeTV in 2018. Okay. And that's another thing people people don't be knowing. Like, uh, that's why another reason why I feel so bamboozled with this. Because when when I was pregnant with my daughter in 2017, we was you know they was all saying how important it was. Robin China, the baby shower special, how how I, they needed me and all this other stuff. So. But now I'm pregnant. So I'm like, after I give birth, you know, we'll see what we're doing. Three months after I had my daughter, I relocated because during that summertime and everything, we were talking to um, different networks, Bynum and Murray, p- people were saying that, okay, we're, we're doing a, a sizzle. We completed a full sizzle to shop around. Nobody picked up the sizzle that we shopped around. Okay. So that's how that became like the first decline. On top of, to be honest, when I had just moved here, um, not saying that my rise was going to be dependent on if I did the show with China or or not, but initially that was the reason for why I had came out here. But when it did not- That's one thing you keep saying, like you did the show because you were under the impression that you were going to get your business out there and it was going to be on there. And that didn't happen because I didn't, other than the argument you have with China about her not posting, your sh- um your business i didn't hear about your business on so okay so then so then you see my frustration if you want to talk about specifically with that that's why i started to get kind of frustrated because i did my part i shot all of the episodes that you said that we were going to shoot and we were done filming and i had not got to promote my business or my brand yet so now i'm getting a little bit flustered and you know kind of like starting to tap my ankle like where when is it my time to shine you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, uh, and to be very, very, very frank, um, you can see on the show, she talks about a whitening cream, the yeah, skin yeah, whitening yeah. cream, uh-huh. and she talks about this girl, Densia, like she is the fucking president. Is that the girl you that know? she with? Yeah, she, she did, the, the African girl. Yes, and yes. I was, uh-huh. And I was pretty much, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm human. I was pissed off at the fact that her face lit up the way how it lit up. She was, oh yeah, she's such a boss. And, oh, this, this, and that. Um, I, I couldn't even get any. I had did my own. I had wrote my own book by this time. Yeah, I had wrote my own fucking book. I'm creating my own business. I've done all of this on my own. I'm doing all of this on my own. Not that her 
permission or her her approval uh was needed but i'm just like this is not what you told me you were going to do yeah, like I'm you told me that i just want to promote my business i don't even have to ask you for no money you know i didn't even want to get into that put into, into into the point where i had to ask but I was told that I would be paid. I was told like, and that's what's also so so frustrated because we were in a friendship and it wasn't um, a thing where it's like, well, how much you gonna give me? Well, we gonna do this, we gonna do that. It was, I got you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's but why- But when it came out in that argument, it didn't sound like that. It sounded, and then she called you a bum bitch, which is unacceptable. It, and so, okay, one of the parts you said, I've been waiting for you to say that. Now, is it something, where you were waiting for her to say that moment or throughout the friendship like you felt like it's something she wanted to say but she didn't say it um I just felt like that and that and I, I was honestly it was other things that was being said but um so that was also cut out but to be honest I was just waiting for her to say something that would give me a cue to cut her completely off I hear you I've been like that was that was honestly what it was that that I was really like gearing towards because in total transparency the only reason why I was consistently calling her was because on July 31st was the last day that I was in my spa in Burbank now I have a business that I'm running and I have customers who are trying to come to see me and China sabotaged where I was she okay. specifically, she told me, why are you paying rent here? Because I'm paying rent at this spa. I'm in my own suite. I'm comfortable, though. I'm comfortable. China had came there. She had got service there. She told me how beautiful it was, how much she liked it, how proud of me she was, and that she wanted this in her spa, in Lash. She said she was redoing everything in Lash and that this would be good for the business. And on top of that, we're filming. So I'm like, well, it'd be easy. You know, we got one location. We could come and we could make a whole episode just, you know, here. Yeah. I'm thinking business-wise. I'm thinking towards the future. I'm thinking towards what we're building, mm -hmm. which I should have been just worried about myself. Had I would have never closed my spa in Burbank, I would have never even been calling her. Because- so you closed it off the strength that she <clears throat> said you should open up somewhere else? No, she specifically told me to come to Lash. Okay, she told me okay. that I could have the whole back area. Okay. She said, you're going to have the whole back area. I'm going to put a wall right here. This is going to be another thing for waxing. Like she, we went into Lash and she broke it down. We, we had it mapped out. Like <clears throat> she, we had it completely mapped out. And she told me, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do, which is also why in total transparency, I wasn't checking for no checks. Yeah. I wasn't like, Oh, well, give me some money. I need some money. Well, I need a thousand. I, that's why I wasn't asking for no money because I'm looking for the long run. I'm like, my time is coming. I'm going to get my own opportunity to do this. She's not going to have to give me anything, but I should have known like when I did my first event, I got a uh, sponsorship with Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova sent me some money. And when they sent me some money, she, she asked how much did they give me? When I told her how much they gave me, she looked at me in pure disgust and was like, well, it better not come out of my money. And I'm like, you Why wouldn't even come out of her money. Um, Cause you know, she has a thing set up with Fashion Nova oh, where, okay, you know, okay. she gets, she gets some money and I'm assuming that she probably thought in her head because that we were friends that they just was doing it because of her, but she initially had nothing to do with that. Amber Rose's manager had set that up for me. And okay, but even if you are getting something, why does it always have to go back to her? Does she think you incapable of flourishing without her? Like, um, it wasn't, I don't even think that, I don't even think she thought that I was incapable. She didn't want me to do it because I was flourishing without her. I was creating the events where she saw how much money I profited from my first event. She never promoted. Like if, like people said, like people, it's not just about my business. It was about anything I was trying to do. She yeah. asked me, what was I trying to do after we saw that the show wasn't going, you know, and it's expensive to live in Los Angeles. I had bought a house. I, have, I was staying in a house that was $5,500 a month because I thought that I was going to be getting $7,500 a month from a TV show that never happened. Yeah, that's crazy. So now, yeah, within my first three, four months there, I have put myself into so much debt mm -hmm. because, and I'm spending all of my boyfriend's money. I'm spending all of my money. Like we're, we're literally, you know, going underwater you know, like literally yeah. drowning. And China was not, you know, 
she wasn't like, oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? She was like, well, what do you want to do? I'm not, she specifically said, I'm not going to give you anything, but I'll promote you. I'll post it on my page. And I said, you know what? Bet that's valuable to me because that me as an entrepreneur- are following, you're going to get some traction, of course. Exactly. And then with, you know, with uh, me being an entrepreneur, I was also Eventbrite, always has events. BB Judy, uh, the real BB Judy, she had a, um, she did the Judy Drops Knowledge Tour. She came to LA. When she came to LA, I had got tickets so that I could go. I sat in the very front row. When I sat in the front row, and mind you, this was before my businesses, um, China, you know, she was, she was telling me what she would do, but it became to me very clear that it was financial. It was the only way that I would be able to benefit. And even when I presented China with here, I have this amount of money. Can you post for me? It was, no, nah, girl, you ain't got to give me no money. But when Judy had her event and Judy was talking, she did her whole presentation with her thing. She specifically stated that she enlisted influencers, an influencer who she had reached out to was Black China, who at that time was my best friend. Yeah, that's she said that She said that she paid Black China $10,000 to post her, her business, to post her, her drops. She said that she made three times that money in one day. Okay. So with a $10,000 investment, she was able to make $30,000 in one day because of China's following. And I understand China may don't do good as far as promoting her own shit, but I've been around for years. I've watched her create brands or promote brands, not create them because the person created them themselves, mm -hmm. but she's a good promoter. She's a good face for products. But unfortunately, my products just was not good enough for her face. But it really it, it infuriated me because very shortly after we stopped being friends, she was on the face of Goddess Detox, which sells the exact same products that That's I sell. Stuff. Okay, girl, because, okay. I think the whole thing is fucked up. And I say it because I, I've experienced similar things, but it's much smaller than that. And it's not even about status for China. But the thing is, because you guys talk about it and she talks about how you were her best friend for 13 years. So what is the problem of her posting your stuff? And I'm, I'm going to keep it real. The last episode that I watched of the real black China. Okay. I'm going to ask this question first. Did something transpire prior to you getting into her house to have that conversation? Cause she was pissed off. Like she seems like she was talking to you like you was a chick off the street and she don't understand why she has to post your shit. She don't have to respond to your messages. Did we miss a part or is that how it started off the conversation? Because I'm like, um, you don't seem like two best friends for 30. She talked to you like you weren't her friend. And I didn't like that because y'all were friends. Like what transpired prior to that that we didn't see? Um, well, as you can see on my face, I was just in as much awe as the as the audience. Um, I had absolutely no idea what was going on with her um, at the time. But like I said, and I have said several times, China, you know, she will drink or whatever. So have you maybe I was like, uh, she's lit right now. Um, I don't want to be a part of this. Um, uh, and I was aware that the production team would buy her bottles and do all of this stuff so that she could get lit so that she would be an angry boar. And that's pretty much, you know, how, um, how she would, how she would communicate with people. And it was very, very, very unfortunate for me that it, um, that it was blasted like that. Like a whole lot of people was like, oh, why am I talking about it? Why is this? Because it was presented in front of the world. Right. No one knows, no, everyone asks what happened to her other friends or what or, or what so have you, because they can't ask what happened to them because it wasn't put all over the TV. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I and I still to this day, I'm like, China, I was around for forever. If you ain't want to be my friend, sweetie, you could have said that. Like not for nothing, I wasn't really feeling her. I mean, on several occasions prior to that and it wasn't because of it was because it, it was genuinely because when I moved to LA I just started to realize she wasn't the person who I fell in love with it wasn't no, my friend you know what I'm saying like so maybe she did change and she grew and she told me herself that the pressure of being in LA and oh and and trying to stay skinny and, and trying to do this and trying to do that like she has too many stigmas that I just wasn't feeling 
And I mean, um, honestly, watching the show, you seem like your real self. I don't care what other people say. I'm myself. I watch TV. I watch the show. And I never felt like you were being fake. I felt like you were on the show. You were still yourself. I don't feel like you tried to fall into the LA category. You know, even I believe it was either the first or second episode. Um, you know, when you had gotten the call about your son um, in school and everything happened, like, I, I don't know. I just seen treasure and I don't know you personally, but I just seen treasure when I see Black China and I started off liking Black China on the show. I'm like, oh, maybe. And, and that declined because the way she talked to y'all, I would have had to fight homegirl because bitch, yes. I, not, I, can't, yeah, I was sitting there like y'all have heart because I would never be able to let people talk to me the way not only she talked to you, but everybody else, the hairstylist, everybody, especially in New York. Because I was like, girl, you got me fucked up. But nonetheless, it's just like, um, it seems like you were being your authentic self. But I don't understand why she didn't want to post your stuff, but she made it seem like you were bothering her about it. And I just don't understand how, if she has the opportunity, like you said, homegirl that paid her 10,000 and made three times as much, why wouldn't she want to help you elevate? I'm, I'm not understanding that part. And I know you may not have the answers because you're not China, but when you would ask her to post your business, would she say, yeah, I'm gonna do it and not do it? Or would she just not say anything about it? Um, she would either say she's going to do it and not do it, or she would get really sarcastic and be like, post my business. And I'd be like, I already posted your business, China. If you look on my page, I actually did. But see, that's also something she would do. She would call me all the time to post her stuff. Not that I had more following than her, but she just wanted my following to see it. And mm -hmm. then afterwards, I like, you know, you would always see people say, you always post in China, she don't never post you. You always post in China, she don't never post you. And I never used to let it get to me yeah. until after the fact. And I'm like, dang, I'm like, she been setting me up consistently, like nonstop. Like I look like I'm a fan because I'm always posting her. Mm -hmm. She's not posting me. And then we'll get on the, on the, on the telephone every time, you know, uh, Rob had posted our text messages on, um, on Instagram when they had started their little thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. So right after that, um, she would always say, delete our messages, delete our messages. So I would always delete all of our messages. Yeah, so like half the shit I didn't even have, you know what I'm saying? Luckily, iCloud, I had got a new phone that had took back, you know, some, some old stuff like 2017, 2018. But like the stuff in 2019, I didn't even really have because it would be so much deleting or um, I would literally, sometimes she would go on her rants. I would just have to block her so that I wouldn't read the shit that she's saying because no, she was saying so much fucked up shit. Or so then like, she will. Can I ask what? What I guess made you hold on to I guess your friendship with? Because I, I mean, she had became family at this time. Mm -hmm. Like, and she still be family at this time if it did not go so public like and I still love her I still wish her the best I still love the kids and everything but I could never fuck with her ever again because I can't trust her and it it was at a point in time in my life where she was the person who I trusted with my life you know and I would be dead right now and I have three children so I have to keep reiterating that into my head that she would have left me for dead she did leave me for dead Cause you, you know seem very, very hurt. Like at first you, you were much calmer than obviously she was whatever, whether or not she was under any influence of like alcohol, whatever, but. Cause I know, I know her, I know her, people don't know her. Mm -hmm. So I was looking, I was like, is she really about to do this? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, that, it was more so like, I was like, are you fucking, are you really playing with me? You know how like you can look yeah. at people and get them to look like don't you do this right now China mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like it was more so like that because like I said it's not like we didn't ever fight or have we were sisters you know what I'm saying like yeah. if she got out of line I would check her you know what I'm saying like people that's how I stayed around so long that's how people say yeah, well how yeah. did you be around for some because I didn't take that shit from her I, I was I was checking her about her shit when she would talk shit to people I would get on her I was even with her mom's situation I was always on her mom's side that's why I was so shocked with her I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you it's drugs it has to be drugs yeah. you know what I'm saying I'm like something is something is wrong with the both of you now you yeah. know what I'm saying but um uh it, the 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 short answer for that it was just love like I love her you? like from 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 jump uh I've always been you know I'm an empathetic person and China's story was always very, you know, sad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As is mine, as yeah. is mine. But um, it was just, you know, we just, we just kind of clicked up and she was always 
contacting me. Like even when we first started being friends, like I had other friends, I had my kid, like I was in a relationship, but like she would like all, call, 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 call. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? And I'm like, what the fuck did this girl want? You know what See, I'm saying? The thing but, is she made it seem, and again, this should be like throughout the years, but on that episode, again, I keep bringing it up because that was like the main focus of your friendship. Throughout there would be little stuff, but it was mostly about her stylist or her going to the Wendy show and everything. But last episode that I watched was specifically focused on the argument you guys had. I think it was in her kitchen and then it let outside that she's pushing the door to kick you out. She was presenting it like you were like a bugaboo. Like, damn, like if I don't answer, she freaking popping up at my house. So I know some friends. Which is a fucking lie. Listen, okay. let me ask you, let, let, that's a lie. I was called over there. I was called over there. I have never in my life popped up over China's house. Un, un, no, let me back that up. Three months after I had moved to Los Angeles when she was in her old house, not even a house that she was filming in, in this um, one, I came to her house with my, with my uh, at this time, six-month-old daughter because I moved there when she was three months. Now my daughter's about six, seven months. Um, my kids had just went to school. Mind you, I have no friends. I'm still trying to fight the baby weight. So I'm a little obese. I'm like 190. I'm not feeling my, my prettiest. Mm -hmm. My man wasn't in town. He was back over on the East Coast. I just was feeling a little gloomy that day. I drove to China's house because this is the only person I know in Los mm -hmm. Angeles. And she had a late night. She was up all night, had company over. You know what I'm saying? Well, as a matter of fact, I think they were just coming in. But I think that the nanny, the nanny or maybe the housekeeper had let me in the house. And I didn't talk to China first, but because this was my best friend, I assumed that it would be okay for me to come over. You have several rooms, several space. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think that I would be bothering you. As I sat down, putting my food down, she had her company and different people there, you know, people who I didn't know. I knew some people, you know, but the fact of the matter is, is I look very regular. Like how I was dressed on the show is how I pretty much dress every day in my, in my mm -hmm. yoga wear uh, or of that such. And mind you, I had my daughter. Uh, China looked at me and, and she was like, um, hey, uh, we used to call each other spider pig. She was like, hey, spider, um, what are you doing here? Like, why, like, why are you here? You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I say the pain in my nose, you know how you get that pain when you're about to cry and you're trying not to make yes, yourself cry? Girl, I it, was like, like... it was like the worst feeling I had ever had in my life. And I'm like, Molly Ma was there. Like, I'm like, oh, so you just want to embarrass me. So I just started to collect my food and I walked out the door. And that was the very only and the last time I had ever popped up over, over that girl's house. The next time I had came over there was when we had to go to Essence Festival and her Jamal and Freshie and them was pressing me like, please get her on the plane. So I had to come over there and I was knocking on the fucking gate to, to get her to open up the gate, but she wouldn't open up the gate, but it was my job to get her to Essence Festival. Mm -hmm. So I did what needed to be done because she was being paid, although I wasn't being paid, but it was, you know, yeah. Essence Festival needed her there. So Treasure got the job done, like how I always got the job done. 90% of the, of, the, um, uh, of the events or uh, appearances, if you saw me there, if she's there because I was, because I was there. Like I made like sure. you guys always were on the same level about your friendships, or do you think she always saw you less than, although she tried to cover it up as she didn't? Because I, I know people get into arguments, but I really didn't like the way she spoke to you in that kitchen. I, I was like, okay. I mean, you know, to be honest, and I mean, it could be, you know, um, I'm just thinking it could be because I actually asked her for help. Um, because actually being here in LA, um, after a while, you know, when money really started depleting and when I realized that the show wasn't going and I was trying to do my events and everything, uh, she, I mean, I asked her specifically, I was like, look, I need some help. You know what I'm saying? I came to her like a woman because she told me to, if I needed help to come to her. So I went to her and, um, I assumed that, you know, we were friends and that, you know, I could come to her and talk to her about it because she could come to me and talk to me about anything. So I think ultimately that conversation is what really led her to possibly even put me in a, um, in a view that, uh, that, that I'm not equal to her. Okay. I get what you mean. So, I mean, if I could, if you could say the show and what you've experienced in Hollywood with or without China, I guess what are uh, a couple false 
false pretense that people should know like when it comes to Hollywood because people see the glitz and glam but I'm sure there's like a lot of back back end stuff that people don't know about whether it comes whether it's about reality tv or just Hollywood in general um I guess what are a couple things that you learned now that you are in the Hollywood LA area where you're like okay if I had known um I think me personally, uh, when I came to LA, I thought that, you know, it was some real people out here, you know? And um, when you come out here, you, you, you realize that everybody is a persona. It's all, it's all persona. Um, no one is pretty much exactly how they are perceived to be. Everyone is fighting a demon that they can't get, get away from. And it's very few people who are able to remain solid. I was, able to remain solid, maybe because I didn't take off as fast as other people, or because I already had a humble setting, could be my children, you never know, you know what I'm saying, but um, I think that a whole lot of people, for one, it's hella hard, you know, a whole lot of people thinks that, uh, oh, I'm going to do this, or I got a shoe in, or whatever, so have you, um, never, never take credit for anything that anybody else is doing because whatever somebody else is doing has absolutely nothing to do with you and just stay focused on yourself you come into LA and you really want to try to make it the best advice that I could give anybody who is coming here is to stay focused on yourself do not deter from from your path and do not depend on anybody like pay pay your way as you go but sometimes that doesn't even work because I've paid several people I was I mean Treasures World still haven't you know been able to get another videographer because the videographer that I had um wasn't able to keep up with my schedule wasn't money I was paying you know what I'm saying the money yeah. but also um it's it's about connections and and things that you that you uh come across with people because i've reached out to a lot of people who i've come in contact with who i've tried to work with and i'm honestly thinking that um because maybe i met them through china or because they are still friends with china that they're not even connecting with me so i mean it's just this this world it's like it's you need it you need a ticket to get into yeah, it and it that's like pretty it. much how it is so if you ain't and you can't write your own ticket. Like yeah. you can't, someone has to pull you in. Someone does. And it's really messed up, but it's just, it's facts. Someone has to pull you in. If no one pulls you in, you will be on the outskirts. Damn, that's unfortunate, you know, but I think, you know, it seems like you are, I mean, to me, I've been watching your journey and it seems like you're making a way for yourself with or without China. And now that you guys are no longer cool, which is unfortunate for your friendship, but you are still doing your thing. And, you know, I hope you do just continue to get genuine supporters on your own without having to ask someone. For me, I don't care what people say. People can choose not to post it. But if you my fucking friend, I shouldn't even have to ask you to post my shit. I believe the same thing. Post. I don't get it. I don't get it. You should never have to ask me. I don't care if you selling rocks. I don't care if you selling freaking uh, purses, whatever. I would post because you're my friend and I want to see you grow. So I definitely hope that you get all of the love and the supporters that uh, that um you are deserved because you seem like a very, very genuine person. And um. Okay, so then the last thing I wanted to um, talk about real quick, um, make it as short as possible, because I know we've been talking for a little bit, was about Antigua, because you went to Antigua, and that's on my bucket list, and it looks amazing. Was that your first time there? That was my first time in Antigua, and it was amazing. So it's, if it's on your bucket list, I definitely suggest that you go. Um, it's very relaxing. It's good for couples. So if you are going on a, on a romantic trip, definitely somewhere to go. Um, Antigua is a whole lot more chill as far as with Aruba. I haven't been to Aruba yet, but they're sister um, countries. And everyone says that, you know, that's more of the party scene. But uh, for authentic food, they have good uh, energy. It's, it, it was just amazing. I actually really, really, really like Antigua. And I also love the, the water, the, the, the people, the hospitality, everything is just amazing. The, even the, um, the, the, the rural areas where they have the shopping and everything. Yeah everything is just so nice like it everything is nice. really really nice it was one of the best countries I have visited nice nice I'll definitely make sure that I go there um okay so thank you I'm like I just have to bring up and see how much you <laughs> liked it there um all right so if you could tell all of my listeners um anything you have going on um businesses upcoming events everything and everything um that you could think of if you could just let my listeners know before we close out 
Okay, well, thank you to everybody who is listening with the Rosie Perspective. Ms. Treasure Gems can be found absolutely every social platform, Ms. Treasure Gems. So that's M-Z-T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E-G-E-M-Z. So make sure you put that Z on the end of gems. And um, you can find me on Station Head, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Everywhere you go, you can find me at Ms. Treasure Gems. My website is treasuregems.com. So be sure to shop with your favorite local small business owner. Um, it is Women's History Month, so I have uh, discount codes. You can use discount code GEMS, G-E-M-Z, discount code YONI. Depending on what you purchase, you can save as much money as you want. Uh, shop more, save more. Um, I have so many different uh, business ventures that are coming up that I'm going to be releasing soon. My spa will be opening up in May. And I do um, have a Yoni Yoga class that is coming up in Miami, April 10th. So if you're in Miami, be sure to sign up. Limited seats available. Yay! Well, thank you so much, Treasure. I really appreciated you taking the time to talk to me today and answering all my little questions. But yes, I appreciate it. And I wish you the best and all the success that you deserve. And I will definitely be watching you flourish, girl. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Bye. Bye.